0: You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. We're not the suits that talk football, we're the dudes that know football, and you've just crossed over into the Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave. We are the football dudes. Dave, are you ready, brother? Oh, yeah. You got that right, my friend. Oh. It is in the area which we call the trend zone. It's Monday, September 5th. Happy Labor Day, people. We're coming to you from Los Angeles, California. It is a beautiful 76 degrees. And Dave, I used to hate Labor Day as it signaled the end of summer now i freaking love it as it signals the beginning of the nfl season how you feel about that bro well back to
1: school is one thing that gives me mixed emotions casey but the nfl season right around the corner that has got me completely stoked i'm sure you know
0: (laughs) oh yeah professor hewitt doing that thing in today's episode we're looking for our lost shaker of salt a little survivor our favorite picks in our fantasy dude Football League and all of the games coming up in week one. But Dave, in case yeah. the people didn't know, they're about to find out. You get everybody started with a tasty nug.
1: Yeah, that's right, Casey. We get started here with the nugs. So first things first, a rookie quarterback has started in week one, 15 of the last 16 seasons. This will be no different as three of them, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson, will make their NFL debut week one.
0: Rookies, it's going to be exciting. Dave, it's been a long off season. I'm starving for nugs, bro. (laughs) All right. Well, give me more. I'm
1: providing in the common draft era, Casey, 17 quarterbacks have been selected with the first overall selection and started week one of their rookie season, including three of the past four seasons with – uh Lawrence Burrow and Murray before that. So pretty Dave,
0: pretty awesome. I'm still hungry. More nugs, please. <laughs> That's More. Not enough
1: for you yet. Uh, <laughs> all right. uh, how about in 2020? Quarterback Justin Herbert set the new rookie re- uh record for passing touchdowns with thirty one. Oh yeah, that was pretty righteous.
0: <laughs> but Dave, which QB had the highest pass rating for a rookie in league history? Hmm,
1: interesting question, Casey. That would, of course, be <laughs> D- Dak Prescott. That was in oh, 2016 yeah. with a 104.9. Pretty spectacular rookie year for Dak. As well. Nice. <laughs> okay, quick reminder, you're listening to Casey and Dave, the Football Dudes, Trend Zone podcast, available for subscription on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: All right, let's get into it, people. It is time for Survivor. You know, we got sick of dying in week one every right. year, so Dave made a great uh, change to the Survivor Pools. He made it three strikes, three chances at life. So Dave, week one, baby, who are you going with? <laughs> I am going with
1: Baltimore over the Houston. Sorry, I dropped my water. <laughs> I had a little rescue mission there. I'm going with Baltimore over Houston. Uh, that happens to be the most popular pick thus far uh, in the Yahoo leagues out there uh, with over 34% of the people. That gives me an uneasy feeling, I got to tell you. But I mean, <laughs> at this point, I'm still hanging on to that idea.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. And my, um, uh, my theory for this season is whoever plays the Cardinals. So I'm going with those <laughs> commanders week one.
1: Yeah, not a bad, not a bad idea, though. The Cardinals are such a mystery, have no idea what to expect when they hit the field. So it'll be be something curious to find out.
0: Yeah, what's going on there? All right, Dave, this is normally where we would give the people our go back starts of the week. But the fantasy season hasn't started. We did have our draft last weekend. So any picks that are completely stoking you out? Casey, I got to go with
1: Bijan Robinson in the second round. After getting Chubb in the first round with the six overall pick, then I was snaking back around, and I was kind of crossing my fingers, man. It would be kind of exciting if Bijan were to fault me with that second pick. He did, and so boom, I scooped him right up. Now I'm a Falcons fan. I got, I get. The, it's like a shiny new toy. I'm excited. It's a yeah. running back. You just plug and play. He's good to go. So I'm pretty stoked.
0: Yeah, and he's not playing your Chargers all. It's a team that you could just root for all season. It's going to be really cool. Dave, I'm actually going to go in my other league because I came up with this different strategy. We're a flex league, uh, PPR. So my first pick, I got Kelsey, but then I came back in the second round, and I got Mark Andrews. I'm going with the two tight end set in the PPR fantasy flex league. We'll see how that pays out down the road. Yeah. Gigantes, yes. huevos.
1: Capitalizing the tight ends <laughs> on the right. market. Awesome. Okay. Well, will see how right.
0: that Well, fantasy is going to be one thing, but reality is another. And the road to Super Bowl 58, which will be played on Sunday, February 11th, 2024, at the Death Roomba Allegiant Stadium in Las <laughs> Vegas, begins this Thursday night, just three short days from now. Dave. So it is going to be the Detroit Lions at the Kansas City Chiefs Uh, Super Bowl champs are six and a half point favorites at home. But talk about these Lions, baby. Everybody's darling going into the season.
1: Yeah. After being on the uh, on the hard knocks last year, they certainly uh, stoked everybody else out uh, around the whole NFL world, really, to get to to get to know Dan Campbell and what he was about, rather than just biting kneecaps and stuff like that. Uh, The initial. Uh, sort of reaction. And uh, you know what this Lions team that they put together is really uh, pretty exciting uh, to watch, no doubt about it. Um, and they had a lot of room to grow. You know, last year they started off one in six after that feel good offseason season. Uh, but rallied to a nine and eight record and finished the year. They didn't make the playoffs. They made a nice push for the playoffs, but instead they knocked out the Packers. What's the next best thing. If you don't make the playoffs is knocking off your rival. Um, they haven't won the division since 1993. So that's about 30 years by my count. Um, but this year, this could be the year Casey last year, offensively top five in both yards and points with Jared Goff pulling trigger there. Uh, but, bottom five in both yards and points defensively. So um, last actually in total yards given up. So um, a lot of room to do uh, on the defensive side, but offensively, you know, they've got some weapons there. You pick of Jamar Gibbs early, kind of caught everybody off guard, but man, once he's out on the field, running amok, we'll see, man, that guy might be uh, a game changer for these guys. They also got Laporta in the draft too. I thought was pretty exciting. Uh, and I'm on Rossant Brown and then Jamison Williams is suspended initially, but this could be a pretty exciting team to watch.
0: Yeah, I'm stoked. To, I'm totally right. stoked for these Lions, except when they play the Cowboys. I think it's week 15 or 16. Completely stoked on them. But, Dave, this league is all about Patrick Mahomes and these Kansas City yeah. Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champs, looking to be the first back-to-back Super Bowl winners since Tom Brady and those Pats did it, beating the Eagles in 2004. Ooh. Mahomes has won this division every season, He's been in the NFL. The Chiefs have uh, seven straight AFC West titles over those seven years. Fewer than 12 wins just once. Last year, Mahomes, 5,250 passing yards, 41 touchdowns. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 110 receptions for 1,338 yards, 12 TDs. They think they're going to have Kadarius Toney back for this one. And the word out of camp is they love what they've seen from Sky Moore Added Rashi Rice to the uh, the mix, too. And then his second year, Isaiah Pacheco, man, he's taken over RB1 there. They did um, lose Orlando Brown in uh, free agency. He went to Cincy. They have Jawan Taylor set to take his place. So um, they're just reloading with these Chiefs. No Chris Jones. That's a bummer. They're hoping to have Legereus Sneed. And Dave, plug your ears. Drew Tranquil, he's listed behind Bolton. But I know that this cat is going to have a huge impact on this team. The rookies for these Chiefs really uh, contributed greatly last year. So expect yeah, more of the same from them. i
1: They draft so well. They acquire player talent uh, so well. It's, it's, it's frustrating. It's the Chiefs. It? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Up next, Casey, it is the early slate on Sunday Uh, and it is going with the Panthers at the Falcons. Falcons at home in this one are favored by three and a half. You want to get it started?
0: Yeah, you know, this division is wide open, bro. Desmond Ritter in his first full season as the starter for these Falcons. A receiver, not a lot behind Drake London. They did bring over Mac Hollins, who I like, and Scotty Miller has kind of been a journeyman. Kyle Pitts, Mm -hmm. dude, this guy needs to take the next step. He was supposed to be a for sure Hall of Famer. Um, he'll have more opportunity, but you mentioned it. Do the excitement around Bijan Robinson. You add Woo. him to Tyler Algier. El- El- the Falcons yeah. were already one of the best running teams. You put right. Bijan in that mix. Sexy, sexy, bro. I'm into it. Yeah. No doubt, dude. How about this Panther squad? Uh,
1: you know, this is a fresh start. Frank Reich go, uh, gets there. They draft, they move up, they draft Bryce Young. Um, And they stack some people around him, some veteran talent in Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, um, uh, Jonathan Mingo at receiver as well there. So uh, and bring in Hayden Hurst. So they're surrounding him with some veterans. So they're hoping to get immediate productivity. Uh, And, uh, you know, Frank Reich, he's he's uh, he's a former quarterback himself. So he's. He's in the position to really set Bryce Young up. Uh, I don't expect them to blow, uh, you know, amaze us and blow our minds or anything. But this is probably going to be a decently competitive football team. They weren't terrible last year. Mm-hmm. They had to trade up to the top to get this quarterback. So usually when you get that uh, top quarterback, you're awful. But they weren't. Uh, one problem here: Brian Burns not practicing. He's holding in. He's just making only 16 million this year, Casey. <laughs> Uh, it's good it's tough on him but um it's <laughs> the, the the point is for him it's the last year of this contract he wants an extension he wants to stay there he wants some big money and uh, they need to show him some love
0: yeah i get it all right up next we got the Houston Texans at the Baltimore Ravens the Ravens 10 point favorites at home
1: yeah all right casey well this ravens team is uh all about uh, lamar jackson you know he's been banged up the last couple of years at the end of the season and that's been very disappointing for Ravens fans. Um, One thing though that they did uh, do this offseason which you know one of the main things about this team was how much they used the quarterback running the football and how tough that was for teams to defend because they didn't see it week in and week out generally speaking Um, but now with Todd Munkin installing a new offense we're not exactly sure how much they're going away from that but we do know that they're supposed to be passing more, and guess what? They obviously they have Rashad Bateman, the rookie from from the other year, last year, pr- prior year, but I mean this year, Zay Flowers, the rookie, very yes. exciting, and then bring in the veteran Odell Beckham for an exorbitant amount of cash, I might add. But they've put themselves uh, together an offense along with Mark Andrews there and J.K. Dobbins running the football. Wow, we got a lot of dudes here suddenly that make this. A, I mean, this was a strong offense already, but let's see where it, where it goes from here.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, these Texans, you mentioned at the top CJ Stroud, this is also the first year of D'Amico Ryans. Um, and I think their plan is to not have Stroud get sacked an NFL records 76 <laughs> times like right. uh, David Carr did or yeah. 62 times that Deshaun Watson did. So they added Shaq yeah. Mason to the line. They extended Laramie Tunsil. They drafted Drew's uh, juice Scruggs from Penn state. So Lots of weapons on offense there. Nico Collins. They brought in Dalton Schultz. Um, Pierce had a nice game running or a nice season running the ball last year. So um, there are weapons there for Stroud. Just keep him up. Right on the defensive side, they jumped back up and got Will Anderson. He's a stud and your guy, mm-hmm. former Charger, Denzel Perryman. When healthy, this guy is Correct. a great linebacker yeah dude violent i'm um, in the backside petrie and stingley Cesario and ryan's are building a roster there's plenty of stuff here it's just going to take a little while to get it going
1: no doubt about that casey all right moving along it is the cincinnati bengals heading to uh the cleveland browns in the battle of ohio the bengals on the road are favored by two and a half
0: Yeah, and Jim Schwartz, the coordinator for the uh, Browns, is going to have his hands full. But, shockingly, Joe Burrow just won in four in his career against the Browns. Right? (laughs) That's a little bit of a head-scratcher there. Um, Deshaun Watson missed most of the season last year, came in and wasn't um, that good. Maybe it's because he had been sitting out for two seasons. Um, We'll see this year, full-off season, the whole deal there. But he's got Chubb and Joku, Cooper, Donovan Peoples, Jones. And there's some whispers going around about some interesting usage of Elijah Moore. But everybody hates the Browns. Nobody likes what they did with this contract. There's not a lot of Deshaun Watson fans out there. So that public sentiment that used to kind of root for the Brownies because it had been rough, that's not there anymore. So, um it's Cleveland against the world, Dave. Yeah, right. Well, I'm um,
1: for the world. Um, you too. <laughs> let's talk Let's talk this Bengals squad. Um, going into this one with Burrow, uh, kind of on the mend, we're not sure exactly where he is um, with that strained calf. So that I, I would say that at the beginning of this year, when things coming out like, hey, don't worry, you can take five weeks off or whatever, we'll be fine. I don't know about that. We'll see. Um, hopefully Burrow will be out there. Obviously, this team is – you know, uh, is loaded at receiver with uh, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. This is what this is all about, man. And Burrow's the guy that's that's dices up the defense, it's not backup Jake Browning that we're hoping to see, uh, in this game. <laughs> uh, a run of the football, Joe Mixon is kind of the main show. I mean, they've got Chase Brown in there, but uh, you know. It seems like Ryan's gone now. It's all. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, oh, this is really on uh, Joe Mixon right now to run the football. Uh, They were top eight, top eight in both yards and points last year offensively. So they were getting it done last year. And the better part of this offense is uh, back. They've got Irv Smith at tight end, too. On defense, they were surprisingly a pretty solid defense over Lou Anarumo uh, at they were sixth in points given up at just over 20 points a game. So this team uh, I think has surpassed the Bills in that team that is kind of knocking on the door of beating the Chiefs and and you know getting back to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, we shall see. All right, up next it is the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. The Jags are four and a half point favorites on the road.
1: Whew, man, how about this Jaguar team? I guess uh, Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. After one year of coaching under uh, Doug Peterson, uh, they really turned it around pretty quickly and uh, emerged as a playoff team. They made it to the second round of the playoffs, or so the divisional round. Um, uh, when they acquired all their talent last offseason, when they brought in uh, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Uh, And guys like that, it seemed like they were overpaying. But in retrospect, it feels like they paid the right amount because they got a a team together. Then they sneaky, sneaky traded for Calvin Ridley, who's arguably ascended to their best receiving weapon there. So suddenly this team is actually quite loaded at the receiver position And tight end. Uh, Evan Engram has emerged as a pretty significant uh, weapon and potential growth there as well. The defensive side guys are pretty stout too. So look for this Jaguars team to be uh, knocking at the door of the playoffs again.
0: Yeah. And Etienne and Bigsby in the backfield. Watch out, bro. Um, These Colts, a little (laughs) different situation, you know, and I'm not sure if this cat's going to be any good this year, but I know I want to watch every time Anthony Richardson touches the football, man. He is exciting. And he's got weapons there at the receiving position. No Jonathan Taylor for at least the first four games. And I can't imagine that he doesn't eventually get traded before the deadline coming up. So um, Colt fan has Richardson to be excited about. But I do not expect this team to win that many games. So it might be tough, but it looks like they have their quarterback moving forward. So um, only 13 starts, though, in college, man, a lot on his shoulders, bro.
1: Yeah, that's oftentimes a red flag right there. And also, you'd love for them to be able to hand off the ball to a great running back, and they're not going to have that, it looks like. So, all righty then, moving it along. It's the Buccaneers at the Vikings. The Vikings are at home, and they are favored by six in this one.
0: Yeah, no, Tom Brady. No problem. It's time to <laughs> shake and bake, baby. Baker Mayfield <laughs> getting the start for those Bucks, and I'm hoping Baker gets a bounce back career saving year. You know, he's shown flashes, had moments of great play, had the Browns a couple penalties away from the AFC championship just a couple years ago, beat those Raiders for the Rams last year. So he's shown it. And in college, he was one of the best quarterbacks around. So he's had no stability, different coordinators, different head coaches, He's got uh, Godwin and Evans here, so he's got mm-hmm. some nice receivers. So hopefully he can find a hit here and really get his season going. Um, unfortunately, they don't have Ryan Jensen, lost the center for the year. So Robert Hainsey, a third-round pick in 21, will take over. But for the most part, this is an open division. If Baker plays well, the Bucks will be able to compete. Pretty good defense. Lots of veteran leadership all over that team. Yeah. And on the Vikings uh, situation here, um, they were a
1: 13 win team, I believe last year, uh, but their point margin was negative three. (laughs) So, I mean, I don't even know how they were, they won every single tight game and then they got blown out a couple of times to make that weird statistical anomaly occur. Uh, But cousins is back there. This, I think it's the last year of his contract, but you know, that's how he does things. Uh, They just re-upped on TJ Hawkinson to a, uh, four-year extension at 17 million plus a year. So, and he's turned out to be a real big uh, workhorse there uh, for those guys. Obviously uh, they move on from Dalvin cook. They bring they're they're laying it all on Madison. He's looked good in smaller roles, but now the it's a bigger role. Uh, so we'll see if he can handle that load. Um, and then uh, obviously Justin Jefferson is one of the top receivers in the league, mm. uh, but they bring in rookie sensation, Uh, Jordan Addison to go with him and KJ Osborne. So it's a, it's a nice group of receivers. If Addison, who's gotten a little banged up here, uh, can uh, perform to the level that we think he's capable of. then this is going to be a pretty exciting team uh, to check out.
0: All right. Up next is the Tennessee Titans at the New Orleans Saints and the Saints are three point favorites at home.
1: Woo. Doesn't everybody love Derek Carr, Casey? Oh yeah. Come on. It's not the silver and black; it's the gold and black now. And Eric Carr has got a new chance over there, uh, back with his old head coach Dennis Allen. And I actually, do like Eric Carr, and um, I'm rooting for <laughs> him do. now that he's not a Raider anymore, right? Um, so you, you know they've got Kamara, but he's suspended. I believe is is it four games? Three, three games. Three, three games. Okay, so that's going to be a um, a rough start there. Um, but with Olave. Uh, going into his second year he was phenomenal last year we'll see if Michael Thomas can be up to form in this tight end I've been hearing about Juwan Johnson had a breakout year last year but they're expecting him to be even more uh important uh this year as long as uh also they have Taysom Hill at the tight end position so uh it's a pretty exciting group and no doubt um with uh you know with Derek Carr there to lead them they've got a real good shot to to win that division
0: Yeah, I do. Jamal Williams, I think he had 17 or 18 TDs for the Lions last year and have Kendra Miller from TCU run the football. But yeah, they can. They should run. And they were in a ton of games last year with no stability at quarterback. So you add Carr there and maybe there's some beep, beep action. Speaking, no stability at quarterback when the Titans didn't have Ryan Tannehill. They did not win many games. They've drafted (laughs) two quarterbacks, but neither are ready to take Tannehill's spot there. You're adding a healthy Traylon Burks to that mix. You acquired DeAndre Hopkins. That should give Tannehill legit weapons. Wow. And they love Chig Oquanko. Did I say that right? Close enough. <laughs> yeah. And if a, me. ever a team was their coach, it's these Tennessee Titans, man. They are yeah. Mike Vrabel. You got King Henry back there and Tajay Spears from Tulane. So, Lots of things there. If Tannehill stays healthy, I don't see why these cats won't be in the mix.
1: All right. Up next, Casey, it is the San Francisco 49ers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Niners on the road are favored by two and a half in this one.
0: Dave, I don't know if you can call the Steelers a sleeper team, but they are my sleeper for this season, dude. Tough D, Chock Full of Vets, Hayward, Watt, Peterson, Fitzpatrick. Nice infusion of you, Joey Porter Jr. Speaking of you, on the other side, Kenny Pickett really played well down the stretch. They quietly added Allen Robinson to this mix. Kind of didn't have a, a good fit last year on the Rams. I think he's going to be a great fit on these Steelers. They add him to Deontay Johnson um, and second-year stud George Pickens. Man, this guy is God. a highlight play, and I cannot forget – My very favorite player, Patrick Henry Sarsipius, Friar mood, Dave. (laughs) It's coming on, baby. One of the better tight ends in the league. And speaking of sleepers, dude, I love Jalen Warren behind Najee. If the Steelers can fix that run game, I won't be surprised if they win a stocked AFC North, dude. Uh, Tomlin, maybe his best coaching job last year, got those guys right on the outskirts of making stuff happen another year with these guys it's a fun core this is a fun team and they play hard yeah how about this Niners uh, squad obviously there there was a lot of off-season
1: turmoil with the quarterback position and the injuries uh there things have sort of stabilized with Brock Purdy Mr. Irrelevant who established himself in the last seven or eight games of last year as the guy as long as he was Mm -hmm. healthy uh it looks like he'll be back they were for 50 yards and six points last year. So offensive weapons galore. Obviously the highest paid running back in Christian McCaffrey uh, in the league, but Elijah Mitchell behind him as well. So plenty of, uh, you know, running back capability there. With And then, you know, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, some serious uh, weapons here as well as George Kittle. So look for the offense to continue to click as long as Purdy was not like a flash in the pan last year and he can just – all he has to do is – Pull the trigger on Shanahan's offense and mm-hmm. every, you know, Shanahan schemes it up. So these guys are running free. So uh, on the defensive side, uh, let's not forget, this was. They were first in both yards and points last year, just over 300 yards a game total and just over 16 points given up. So all Purdy really needs to do is average 17 points a game for that <laughs> offense. And they should be undefeated. Now they were also really, really good against the run defensively. So they, they dictate to you what you can do. They were second best in stopping the run last year. Uh, you go up and down that uh, front seven with the defense with tons and tons of talent uh, there. Let's see if they can get uh, Bosa into the mix though. Uh, Certainly that will be um, a setback uh, if, uh, if they can't figure something out there. So yeah, definitely.
0: They got to get that guy back. All right, Dave up next, the Arizona Cardinals at the Washington commanders and the commandos are seven point favorites at home. Yeah.
1: And interesting, you know, off season for these guys, I think it's addition by subtraction with the little commander being removed from his ownership position. dance. On and they've sold out the first game of the season hello the uh, the commanders are back and so are the fans right because they're finally uh happy with the ownership situation at least currently we'll see how that pans out they've got a fifth rounder second year quarterback with very very limited experience and sam howell he's going to be pulling the trigger if things go hay- haywire for him they've got jacoby Brissett, who was doing a nice job in cleveland before uh they unseated him with the perv um But also, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson at the running back position, those guys are fun, and they can really, you know, this is a physical football team under Ron Rivera. And uh, at the receiver position, Scary Terry uh, McLaurin is awesome, and Jahan Dotson had a really, really nice rookie year last year. Uh, Curtis Samuel rounds out a pretty solid uh, offensive unit.
0: Yeah, dude, and these Cardinals, man, I don't know what the hell is going on with them. To me, it looks like they're full-on in take mode. Kyler's going to start the season on PUP, so he's going to miss the first four games. So what do you do? You go ahead and cut Colt McCoy, your veteran leader there. So looks like they'll be going with the rookie quarterback tune as well. They got rid of DeAndre Hopkins last year. They didn't re-sign Zach Allen or Byron Murphy. They trade away Isaiah Simmons. I mean – they fired wow. the coach, they fired the GM, you know, they, they're, they're I don't dude, know what's going a good, on. they a move, do, do yeah. everything opposite. <laughs> so, you know, it looks like they're tanking for Caleb Williams. Um, yeah. That means you're going to have two quarterbacks next year. What would the market be for Kyler if they are moving on? Do they eat that cash? It's going to be interesting, but I don't know what the hell is going on with these guys, bro.
1: Nobody does Casey. All right. Moving it on to the late slot. Uh, It is the Packers at the bears. Bears are at home in this one favored by one. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Whoa, man, I'm going to put that money on the pack. But there is a lot of excitement in the Bears camp. Can Justin Fields take the next step? They added DJ Moore with the trade in the Panthers. So they also have Carolina's first pick in 24 as well. Remember last year at the end of the season, they traded for Chase Claypool. And Cole Komet, the tight end, he's starting to come on too. Got a great looking backfield with Herbert Foreman and then Johnson. Defensively, they added some nice pieces too. TJ Edwards, Tremaine Johnson, But this team is all about fields. Can he do more than just run? Can he start getting that passing game going? If he can, this guy could be a next-level quarterback because you saw flashes last year, but he's got to be able to make not only the open throws, the hard throws. That's still TBD. Yeah, and they put some
1: weapons around him in this offseason too, so that's going to help him out there. But let's talk another quarterback, Casey, here, uh, who's getting his chance finally. It's Jordan Love for these Packers after three years of sitting behind uh, the uh, the greatest Roger. quarterback of all time, Raja, right? Um, but he, he's got some nice weapons around him. The The young receiving core in Watson and Dobbs have developed um, uh, throughout the course of last year. And he's got a nice stable of running backs with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon to hand the ball to. So there's some real stability around Jordan Love, uh, which you would expect him to be able to take advantage of. Uh, and they, get, they bring in tight end uh, Luke Musgrave as well, who's got some upside uh, to, to grow along with these younger receivers. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how Matt LaFleur and company can, how, how quickly Jordan Love can show us how good he is. Remember he came from that draft of 2020, which has got already got four quarterbacks that are thriving and starting in the NFL right now. And uh, if he were to come along, then that would be arguably it, give it some time, but maybe one of the best drafts uh, for quarterback 83 history. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's looked pretty good. What we've yeah. seen so far in those preseason, but uh, yeah. he's a little good. bit
1: last year, but yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, Dave. Up next, two of your very favorite teams. we got the Las <laughs> Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos and the Broncos are four point favorites in this game.
1: Woo. All right, then um, let's start off with the um, running back, uh, Josh Jacobs, who led the league last year in rushing and he is a physical Pounding beast of a running back who plays Through pain and injuries Um, he plays hurt. Oh, you're talking and about Just find... being a
0: raider <laughs> It does,
1: it does just hurt To, be to be a raider <laughs> He, he got gruntled recently To the tune of 12 million bucks Um, so that's a nice thing. He was at 10 million And they popped him up to 12 million So, uh, interestingly though He's going to switch from 28 to 8 So get ready for that. Uh, that's going to be his, That was his number in college at Alabama So, um Interestingly, also he's run all over the Broncos in his career. 144 yards and two TDs in Week Four last year. 109 yards in the other one. Both wins for the Raiders. So um, the big news here is Jimmy Garoppolo's the new quarterback on the scene to try and stabilize um, under uh, McDaniel's, who seems to arrive places and, and gets rid of people uh, left <laughs> and right. They got rid of Darren Waller also. Um, so. Uh, Adams is arguably the best receiver in the NFL. So they've got that going for him as well as Myers and and Hunter Renfro too. So, um, you know, look for this, uh, Raiders team to be pretty productive. As long as Jimmy G can stay healthy, he wins football games. If you put pieces around him.
0: it's going to be fun to watch. Someone will lose that game for you too, Dave. So that's, that's good news.
1: (laughs) Sweet. Someone will be in last place. Hopefully not along with my chargers.
0: (laughs) Speaking of those chargers, what we got.
1: All right. Yeah. Dolphins at the chargers chargers are at home and are favored by two and a half at SoFi stadium.
0: Dolphins, man, they're putting a lot of stuff together, but the main question for those, uh, fins is can Tua stay healthy, man? And if he can, he's been very dynamic when he's been in there, Tyreek Hill and waddle exciting as it comes, man, a, a nice backfield too, with Mostert and, um, Kane the uh the the rookie from Texas A&M. Um, unfortunately, it looks like they're not going to have Taron Armstead the left the left tackle for this one so um I know you're choked up about that one yeah, it's they also support. they might not have their left left guard too so some questions up front on the offensive line that's not good when you're really trying to protect Tua but on the other side of the ball they brought in Vic Fangio he's done very well wherever he's been as a defensive coordinator. Tighten up that defense. They brought in uh, Jalen Ramsey. He's got hurt. He'll be out until December, so still lots of pieces on this uh, Dolphins team. Very tough road test um, facing those Chargers in week one.
1: No doubt about it, and the Chargers did take care of business last year at SoFi against the Dolphins. We'll see if they can repeat it this year. Uh, The offense struggled to Run the football last year. They were thirtieth in running. Uh, they also were limited in explosive plays. Brandon Staley goes out and finds Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator, recently let go from the Cowboys. Your Cowboys, Casey, and he apparently is the answer to this, as well as the fact that the there were a lot of Charger injuries last year. Mm-hmm. The offense, uh, the offensive line looks better than it's looked in. 15 years. I think right now, this is a very strong offensive line. If they can stay healthy uh, this year, uh, then Justin Herbert is going to be feeling pretty good back there and sprinkle in uh, a rookie wide receiver in Johnston to add to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Gerald Everett, uh, the tight end catching the football. There's plenty of weapons here. Mm-hmm. They're looking for somebody to emerge behind Austin Eckler to take a lot of that load off of him so that he, we can give him like 100 less cat touches this year because he runs and, and, and catches the ball so much. We need somebody, and it's Joshua Kelly or Isaiah Spiller, or this rookie kid that might get a chance, uh, Elijah Dotson, to be that dude who just runs between the tackles. The new running scheme from uh has got everybody excited, like, oh, my gosh, we're going to be halfway decent at running the football. On the defensive side, pretty similar situation really good against the pass, terrible against the run. And so ultimately you can only not get that when you're losing line of scrimmage like that, you just can't win football games deep into the playoffs there. Uh, Brandon Staley thinks that with the, the, the off season moves and stuff that they've, uh, they've shored up that defense too, uh, bringing in uh, a couple of young guys in the draft there on the defensive side of the football, um, is, is going to be uh, Tui Pelotu and Deion Henley at, at outside linebacker and um, inside linebacker there. Looking for those guys to produce right away, get into the mix there, and uh, if everybody can stay healthy, they can finally shore up that run defense, and that will be pretty handy coming into
0: week one. It's going to be a good game. All right, up next we have the Philadelphia Eagles at the New England Patriots, and those Eagles are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road.
1: Yeah, and obviously uh, Nick Sirianni um, has got this team pointed in the right direction, and Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, obviously, if they'd have won the Super Bowl last year, I think he would have been Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he was playing in that football game, the way his season uh, unfolded last year, and he showed everybody he was more than you thought he was the year before. He kept getting better. That's to be the thing was he just keeps taking that next step forward his drive to be great um is insatiable and you know what um they've got uh they sort of shook it up there at the running back position they bring in deandre swift and a wild card uh also rashad penny who yeah. was an incredible back when he was healthy in college and he's just had a really really uh, injury played pro career when he's healthy and he puts a couple of games together. You see the explosion uh, that he brings and he ha- he's like a wild card in this mix here that he could suddenly be phenomenal, but bringing in H a Brown last year, Devonte Smith, uh, th- this is a fine group along with tight end Dallas Goddard uh, and defensively, obviously the defensive line is, is top of the, you know, top of the bunch in the league. So this group uh, looks to be
0: very formidable heading into this year. Yeah. It's a big time roster. Um, You know, hopefully uh, they don't do this again. But in the past, the Eagles have ruined Tom Brady's celebrations. They're bringing in Brady to celebrate his illustrious career week one. So hopefully that won't be the case. And also, also hopefully we get some vintage Zeke versus the Eagles, too. It's going to be weird seeing Zeke suit up as 15 in that eating porridge, you know, in that (laughs) Patriots gear. Uh, Mac Jones. Uh, finally has a coach, uh, B.O.B. there. Um, helps not having Matt Patricia, defensive coordinator, as your <laughs> offensive coordinator. I don't know what they were thinking last year. It was an <laughs> epic fail. They bring in uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. So uh, some nice pieces there in play for these Patriots. Um, it's all about that defense, though. If they can play, create some turnovers, and if this offense can do enough, run in the rock, Stevenson mm-hmm. and Zeke. Hopefully they can make it a ball game. All right. Up next, Casey, it's the Rams at the Seahawks and the Seahawks at home favored
1: by five and a half.
0: Dude, I'm excited for these Seahawks, man. I love what they've been doing. They've really been putting the cap, the draft capital that they got for Russell Wilson um, to use here. Just rebuilding this roster. Geno Smith, the comeback player of the year last year out of nowhere. Had a great season, got these guys into the playoffs, which the Broncos were nowhere near the playoffs last year. Kenneth Walker, they hit a home run with this guy. They're hoping they hit a home run with Charbonnet from UCLA too. That's a nice one-two combo. Speaking of home runs, DK Metcalf, um, Tyler Lockett, and Smith and Jigba. And Jigba's got their wrist injury. So I'm not sure how long he's gonna be out, but that's one of the top receiving core. In the league, they keep adding pieces to the defense, adding some higher draft picks, and Seattle should be right in the mix. Um, you know, right behind San Francisco, if not getting even with them. So, um, I I like what's going on in Seattle. It's gonna be rocking there on Sunday, bro. The 12 are gonna be fired up.
1: Big time. I'm not sure if they're going to have Witherspoon and I'm pretty sure Adams has been ruled out already. Yeah, Adams is out. Down a couple of big time defensive players uh, potentially there. Let's move over to the Rams. So Casey, um, speaking about down a big time player, Cooper Cup is looking for another opinion or something, a specialist of some form uh, to figure out what's wrong with that hammy. Um, When you have a hammy and then you have a setback from that hammy, uh, we all know how this is these things can be very, very problematic. And when you think it's ready to go, you have to wait another couple of weeks. So it could be a while Mm -hmm. that they don't have cup. Uh, This is a team of a couple of super high paid players and then a bunch of rookies. It might be the youngest rookie or the youngest team in the league. They certainly have a crap load of uh, rookies that they're hoping to get contributing. I mean, Sean McVay is an awesome coach and and Mike LeFleur at OC. That's a nice, um, you know, brain trust there. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so it wouldn't surprise me that, they could coach these guys up to be um, competitive, but the offensive line looks to be in turmoil at best. And uh, yeah, this is going to be um, it's going to be interesting to see how quickly that they can kind of gel together on both sides of the football with this uh, Rams team. That's got a lot of new players.
0: Yeah. When you F all them picks, eventually you have to pay back and they're after right now. They are totally all right, up next, my Dallas Cowboys at the New York Football Giants. Cowboys, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. How about team Cowboys?
1: <laughs>
0: All right, I'll start off with the
1: Giants. And Dimebag Danny uh, over there slinging the rock uh, with his big contract and everything. Uh, they got Saquon uh, gruntled, but, oof, I mean, they, they they just gave him a little something mm-hmm. to, to get him into camp. Obviously, uh, he just wanted to play. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how Brian Dable can continue to push this. I thought they they were a surprise last year to uh, at, as a playoff squad. And I uh, will see they add Darren Waller Waller, though, who if he's healthy and he hasn't really been for the last two seasons as a Raider. But if he is healthy, he's one of the top tight ends in the league. He's a weapon. there. Uh, pretty I guess decent at receiver with Hodgkins and Slayton. Uh, not nothing to blow you away there, but they're gonna be a running first team and they're gonna hope to try and keep, you know, games kind of close and and pull them out at the end.
0: Yeah, and we'll see if Jalen Hyatt can contribute early on. He struggled to getting in camp, kind of came on late. We'll see. Sometimes that transition is not the easiest. Now these if cowboys they can continue
1: to run the ball like they did last year, though. Yeah. Casey, that's they're gonna hang their hat on that.
0: Cowboys have a ton of expectation on a man. Um, yeah, and Jared just loves to be in the news. He doesn't care what you think. Any talk about the Cowboys is good talk, and the talk the last few weeks has been the uh, Trey Lance trade. He comes over for a fourth-round pick. I think it's great. They have a developmental quarterback there that have not been able to do that the last few years. It's only a fourth-round pick, hopefully a late fourth-round pick, hopefully the 32nd pick in the fourth round, almost the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> but he's strictly just on the scout team for now. He's got a long way to go, and just let him get learned up. Um, the running back position we mentioned Zeke is a Patriot now, so it's all going to be on Tony Pollard. Rico Dowdle looks like he's going to be the number two, and then Deuce Vaughn, Baby Ford too. This guy was explosive in college, and if you look at his numbers, they were actually better than Bijan's. The only thing he's only five five, so Tiny. you know. Yeah, he's a little guy, but he's a little big guy, man. He is stout. He runs hard, and yeah. he's he can teleport. You see him there, and you blink, and then he's 10 yards downfield. So I think he's going to have a major role in this squad. Um, they just signed uh, right tackle Terrence Steele to an extension. They gave uh, Zach Martin a little bit of money, tried to shore up that offensive line. There's not a lot of depth there, but the the starters are good. But who's got depth in the offensive line in the NFL? Um, Last year, other than CD, there wasn't any big vertical threats. They go out and they trade for Brandon Cooks. This guy is not only a phenomenal player, he's a great team guy. He's really taken Jalen Tolbert, who struggled last year, under his wing. The word out of camp is Tolbert's been very good. So lots of weapons on this offense um, That's going to help because the Cowboys could not run the football against the Niners in the playoffs. You mentioned that that defense, only 20 rush yards. Dave, guess how many teams beat the Niners last year running under 80 yards and throwing more than 35 times? Zero. And that's what yeah. happened to the Cowboys. So they're looking to fix that. But on the other side, they're looking to beef up that run defense, which was also a problem in the playoffs. Gave up almost 90 yards in the second half to those Niners. They draft Mozzie Smith with the first pick. They got Hank is up front. Micah Parsons, obviously an all-world player. Sam Williams, when he's not smoking a vape pen and carrying a gun, he's a pretty good player over there. Fowler on the other side. They really like the defensive secondary. Oh, you go get Stephon Gilmore, former defensive player of the year, to go opposite digs. Everything is in peace. Everything is in place here. All the pieces, high, high, high expectations for these Cowboys. Hate to say Super Bowl or bust because that's kind of what it is every year but lots of decisions will have to be made if this team doesn't at least win the divisional round. It's a long season, but got to do something in the postseason.
1: All right. Moving it on to Monday night football. It is the Bills at the Jets. Bills on the road favored by two and a half. Wow. Let's get it
0: started. Dude, remember (laughs) how freaking sweet the Bills looked opening Thursday last year? It was like, oh, my God, this is – Super Nobody Bowl team and they yeah. could not contain it. It's hard when you come out of the gates that strong, they just kind of lost it down the edge. And then in the playoffs, when they were hosting Cincy, Cincy had the banged up offensive line, but it was Cincy that ran the football all over that Bill's defense. So uh, they're not the, the team everybody's talking about right now. And I think that might do them well. Um, mm-hmm. Offense is great. You got Moss in the backfield. Uh, you got digs out there. Him and Josh Allen, they really need uh, to take it, obviously, to the next level there. They go out and they get the tight end, Dalton Kincaid, to add to that offense. So weapons there, defense is there. This is a team that cannot afford to mess around anymore because that window is closing. I mean, anytime you got Josh Allen, you're going to be in games, but they got to make something happen now, this year. No more screwed around. And unfortunately their division just got a whole hell of a lot better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of making things happen now, let's talk jets. Last year they were fourth uh, in yards per game and points per game defensively. They only gave up 18.6 yards uh, per game um, or points per game, excuse me. And uh, they were third against the pass, but um, they weren't very good on offense, Casey. And the reason was the problem with with the quarterback position, no matter who they put in there, they only got, you know, it was just a turmoil situation and enter the off season. Of course they acquire Aaron Rodgers, and they are s- s- simply all in. Let's just put it that way. Um, they brought in Rogers's buddy, Lazard and Cobb uh, to, to help him feel good there. Um, it seems like it's a rebirth for Aaron Rodgers. Practically they bring in uh, Nathaniel Hackett, you know, and he's on a sort of a reclamation uh, plan of his own. Um, But uh, Brees Hall, then they acquire Dalvin cook and Brees Hall is coming off the injury, of course, but they also still have Michael Carter, who can run the ball pretty dang well too. And then they have last year's offensive rookie of the year, Garrett Wilson uh, to pair up with uh, Lazard and Cobb. So sprinkling a little Nicole Hardman, who knows he's kind of got a little chip on his shoulder, maybe after being uh, moved on from Kansas city. So, tons of pieces on that side here's the issue though the offensive line has been a little bit sketchy Dwayne Brown on one side he wasn't very good last year let's be honest and then on the other side it's Beck Becton who can't stay healthy now if those guys can't stay healthy and play up to their uh, potential um, then they're then uh, you know Vera Tucker's in there Connor McGovern Lakin Tomlinson they've got good pieces on the line they just uh, they need those tackles to perform and that's going to give Aaron Rodgers time back there to do his thing and then this this offense is going to be a lot better than 29th in scoring this year I can guarantee you that much uh, no matter what happens with those with those uh offensive linemen uh, but you know what this team is poised and ready to make a run at this division. And this is a great opportunity to get started off on the right fit, uh, hosting the Bills on a Monday Night Football.
0: going to be a big game. Woo. Baby, that is going to be so sweet. How stoked for this weekend are you, bro? Oh, completely stoked. Oh, yeah, you got that right. And there are so many ways you can check out the Football Dudes, the Trend Zone, the podcast you're listening to right now, available for subscription on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and we're now on Amazon Music
1: yeah don't forget uh go ahead and subscribe to football dudes la youtube channel like us on instagram and facebook uh, follow us on twitter at football
0: dudes la make sure to tag us across all those social media platforms thank you hey, go ahead and go to FootballDudes.com. that is gonna do it for this episode of the trend zone we're not the suits that talk football we're the dudes that know football for dave i'm casey and we are out of here